I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, listeners, quick heads up. This episode contains sensitive material about assault and suicidal ideation. You're listening to Kaleidoscope. I'm your host, Deborah Jian Lee. Today we've got another installment of Kaleidoscope's advice column, hashtag help. Our listeners ask their hearts burning questions and our guests answer them. Full disclosure, we are not mental health professionals and our guests are speaking from personal experience, but we really hope that hashtag help can at least point you in the right direction. If you've got a life quandary, drop us a message and we will try to help you out. Today, we've got two really tough questions about what to do when life falls apart. They'll be answered by our very special guest, Kate Bowler. You'll remember her from last week's episode. She's a history professor at Duke Divinity, and she recently wrote a memoir about receiving a stage 4 cancer diagnosis at age 35. Her book is called Everything Happens for a Reason and Other Lies I've Loved. All right, here's our first listener question. Dear Kate, last year my husband and I moved away from my family and my friends to live on his family's farmland. And in that year, I have found myself lost um, and adrift. I was diagnosed with fibromyalgia last year um, and trying to find that diagnosis um, in a real battle with doctors to listen to me. Um, I'm broke. I have had to experience the trauma of seeking legal action against my yoga teacher who assaulted me and just trying to hold all of these things. We moved here to live our dream, and instead I am stuck. I hardly go outside, um, and I much less (laughs) can carry a bucket, you know, to take care of our animals and our land. I feel like I'm curling into myself um, against the rising tides of heartbreak and rage at myself, And what's happening inside of me, feeling betrayed by my body, betrayed by people I feel like I should trust, and feeling overwhelmingly lonely. And I feel guilty, honestly, for feeling this way because of how much we've been given to be here. Um, And my husband is, he's a real partner with me, but he gets impatient because he doesn't understand and he wants to fix this and he can't. And I have caught myself saying really hurtful things that I don't mean, and I... I'm on a hamster wheel of despair. How do I get off of it? I really appreciate your input. Thanks. Wow. Wow. And like just the guilt in that letter too about, like, I feel I feel guilty all the time for not being grateful. And then I'm like, wait, wait a minute. Things are terrible. 
<laughs> Why do I feel such a burden of gratitude? I think it's just so hard for women too if we're not able to be emotional managers of other mm-hmm. people, let alone just ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and despair has this way of like just creeping up and then just washing over us. So it can yeah. be really, really hard to get up, especially when there's so many kinds of intersecting sorrows in a moment that was supposed to feel new. Yeah. When I feel overwhelmed by the sameness of my terrible, I try to figure out what makes things feel new because like the sadness in that about like not being able to have this as the new chapter really stood out to me. Cause like my life has this before and after and like, I don't want to live in the after forever. The after is like such a bummer. (laughs) So like, yeah. So I'm, I'm trying to think about like just small things I can do to make, make things feel new again and it sounds really dumb but like I drive the same way to work and do the same thing and like it can be exhausting and yeah so I drove to Whole Foods the other day and just like walked around and tried to figure out if I liked a different kind of yogurt (laughs) it sounds so dumb (laughs) but as it turns out I like full fat yogurts and like not fat free with more sugar and like what's so dumb is like I just needed a minute to try to figure out something I like because yeah. almost everything is defined for me always yeah. my medical care my work obligations blah 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 so like I'm just trying to make and then I, and then I would have rushed to the car and driven home but then I just tried to sit outside and eat my yogurt slowly and just take a minute and look around and like feel the air and notice other people and like I'm not gonna lie to you it helped so yeah. just trying to make a couple things feel a little new sometimes helps me get traction when I feel totally blown away by my circumstances yeah if you don't mind me asking after your diagnosis when you're kind of in that yeah that bottom place yeah 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 the terrible pit what did you do how do you pull yourself out of something like that well I don't know if people can pull themselves out so much as they can just coordinate people that push at the same time (laughs) so yeah I mean I made sure that I had a a counselor like a psychologist I was seeing and Mm -hmm. You know, I'm a pretty Jesus-y person, so I got, like, some sort of spiritual direction, just someone to help give me some more language that I needed. And then I just, like, set up some – well, mostly other people did it for me because I was, like, in a giant pit, just setting up enough fun things. So friends just did, like – just, like – and they organized it. They just, like, picked me up and took me somewhere. We did those, like, terrible – paint by number things you know where you like bring <laughs> yes. your own wine but I <laughs> that's awesome what I needed was activities and structure yeah and I needed enough experts to make sure that I wasn't going off the deep end yes you know I think about like the times I've gone through really difficult seasons of life and feeling these dueling desires like one is to just disappear from the world yeah. and hide behind a wall of protection yeah and the other desire, as you've put it beautifully in your writing and speaking, is to allow yourself to be cracked open to the yeah. pain of others. Yeah. How do you balance that? Well, because sometimes like when you feel so terrible, you can feel overly porous. Like you can feel what everyone is feeling, including your own mm. terrible. Yeah. And so it is hard to balance like anything. The only way I know is to like this... <laughs> I like draw concentric circles with myself in the middle of course is the center of the universe but like <laughs> I just like draw concentric circles and I try to yeah. figure out like what I love most and then I just draw it in and then I just try to think like how do I get the most energy from that and then like moving on out toward my other you know 
people and loves and hopes and because otherwise I find I find I've just I'm too tired and too sad to not just like hemorrhage energy into things that aren't a good idea oh thanks Kate that was really great mm. Um, okay, this is question number two. By the time I was 22, I had been diagnosed with PTSD, major depression, anxiety disorder, and OCD. And suicidal ideation had been an unwelcome visitor knocking at the door all too often. Mental emotional health challenges have plagued me nearly every waking hour for decades. And as a Christian, I used to believe someday I'd be free, someday I'd be healed, someday I'd be whole and happy. I realized perhaps that that was a form of prosperity gospel. But either way, I don't have that hope anymore. The hopelessness I often feel makes the pain worse, of course. And I also realize that hope can become an idol and hopelessness can become an idol as well. What has your process been like in living in the tension between these two? And what would you say to any listeners today battling depression or anxiety disorder or suicidal ideation from one living between hope and hopelessness? Yeah, wow. I think the letter writer is exactly right. Like both are oppressive. There's two polar thoughts that everyone is trying to like bludgeon you on the head with and one of them is that everything is possible which is Mm. as we know its own kind of poison and then the other is that nothing is possible which is the kind of hopelessness and exhaustion the writer is describing and both Mm. are super shouty and loud and I think fundamentally unhelpful ideas so the kind of thought I have kept trying to land on is what is possible today So not imagining then that everything is possible, but like within this tiny little space of today, how can I find agency? How can I find Mm -hmm. a sense of both of knowing myself well enough to rest, knowing myself well enough to get help? So um, get counseling to figure out what kind of steps to take forward. And at the same time, some days don't make yourself the giant to-do project and like take a giant nap and Mm -hmm. watch some really bad TV. So finding that little space in between everything is possible and nothing is possible, I think is really hard emotional and intellectual work in a culture that says, that sort of makes idols out of both. I love how Kate frames that. What is possible today? I remember this one time I was going through this really horrible time in life where everything felt impossible. One night I called up my mother-in-law who happens to be a therapist and she gave me some really helpful advice about practicing presence through grounding methods. She said to me, look around, tune into five things you can see and four things you can feel and two things you can smell. In other words, ground yourself in the feeling of the shirt on your back and the breeze on your face, the solid earth beneath you, the breath passing in and out of your lungs. These techniques of grounding myself really helped. I mean, it didn't solve my problem, but it kept me from spiraling into that really scary abyss of anxious thoughts. And it reminds me of Kate's advice of keeping in mind 
what is possible today. It makes everything feel just a little more manageable. All right, friends, that is it for this mini episode. As always, we hope hashtag help was super duper hashtag helpful. And don't forget, if you've got a life quandary, we got you. Send an email or voice recording to kscopepod at gmail.com. We'll be back next week with a special experimental episode. I cannot wait to share it with you. All right. Thanks for listening, friends. Kaleidoscope is produced by Annie Nguyen with amazing support by co-founder Aaron James Brown. Special thanks to our question askers. I'm your host, Deborah Jian Lee. You can find out more about the show at kscopepod.com. Our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram are all at kscopepod. Thanks to the BTS Center for funding season one. Also, our Patreon account is kscopepod. Or use a Radio Public app where we get a few coins for each listen. All right, I'll see you next episode. In the meantime, let the world see you. When they do, they'll never be the same. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.